Welcome to the Courtney Gray Podcast, the show for women who are ready to create an even more amazing life than the one they have already lived. I'm your life and business coach, Courtney Gray, and each week I'm going to be teaching you how to get what you want, how to get clarity, think bigger for your life, and realize you determine your happiness and purpose. Let's get started. Welcome to podcast episode 45, Buffering with False Pleasure. This is going to be powerful. Do I say it every week? I think I do, (laughs) but this is going to be a really powerful episode. I'm going to talk about what buffering is, and I'm going to talk about false pleasure. But first, let me say I hope you had a wonderful Thanksgiving if you're here in the United States. We, every year, go to my mom's house for thanks to my mom and dad's house for Thanksgiving, and then for Christmas, we go to my in-law's house, and so both are so fun and For Thanksgiving, we of course just, I'm sure like you, eat all the food, drink all the drink, and we also have a rousing game of Pictionary that gets a little wild and a little aggressive, I'm not going to lie. My my team lost, um, but it still was a fun, it was a fun day, so it was... It was a great Thanksgiving. And then I actually took the weekend off because I had, for my jewelry business, I had my Black Friday through Cyber Monday sale on my website, sale and one of a kind launch. And I actually took quite a bit of time off this weekend just to relax, which I'm getting better and better at allowing myself to do, even with two businesses. So all is well. So first I wanna refresh you on the concept of life being 50-50. Sometimes I like to think I like life being 70-30, but the concept my coach taught me, which I will teach you, is life is 50-50, and you can decide whether you want it to be 70-30 or 50-50, but basically the concept is that this human experience, our lifetime of being alive, is not supposed to be happy all the time. It's not supposed to be magical, sparkly, amazing, positive feelings all the time, that part of our experience of being alive is supposed to be a range of emotions. We are supposed to experience sadness. We are supposed to experience loss and agitation and anxiety and stress and all of those things. Um, Contrary to that belief is society tries to, I think, tell us that we really should be happy all the time. That's kind of the messaging in society is that we should be striving for happy, right? We're supposed to want our kids to be happy all the time. We want ourselves to be happy all the time. And there's almost a problem that if we're not happy, it's a problem. How do we quickly get happy? It's what a lot of companies are selling. It's the get happy quick, fix yourself so you can get happy and out of any kind of negative emotion you are feeling quickly. So when I first kind of heard the concept of buffering was when I was probably like 25 years old and it was when Oprah was still on the air and I loved Oprah and I listened most days. And I remember her doing an episode and it was about weight loss. You know, throughout her journey, she talked a lot about weight loss. She was talking about these people that were on stage that wanted to lose weight and they couldn't and she started talking to them about how they're like they're eating their feelings was from what i remember hearing and i was very very confused i really didn't know at the time what this meant eating their feelings so my thought was okay well i was imagining okay these people are depressed or sad and because they're depressed or sad they want to feel better and so they're eating all the things and that is what is leading to the weight gain and then afterwards they probably regret and wish they hadn't have eaten those things and it becomes a habitual cycle that they are not happy about. That's kind of what I, the gist of it, and and I think that is what she was talking about. 
But the one thing that didn't really make sense to me is I know that there's a lot of people that when they're depressed or sad, they actually don't eat at all. So I was a little bit confused. Like if we're like eating their feelings, that's just what some people do, but other people actually don't eat at all when they're depressed or sad. So I just was really confused about all of it. So until I really started down um, the path of becoming a life coach, I really started understanding that what Oprah was talking is she was talking about buffering. And so basically the concept of buffering is it's what we do in order to not feel a certain emotion. It's an escape from feeling negative emotions. Now in the example on the Oprah show, she was talking about these specific people, the way they buffered was by eating food. And so they would be stressed, anxious, whatever their feeling would be, they would turn to food, which would quickly make them feel better. And then they again, of course, would have the negative result of not feeling good in their body afterwards, having regret. And then the net negative, of course, would be that they would either not be losing weight if that was their goal, or they would just be gaining weight. And then they would, of course, shame themselves on top of it. It's this cycle that I'm sure if you have not experienced, you have you can identify that, that some people go through this cycle. So that's what Oprah was talking about. I just didn't know it at the time, she, the concept of buffering. And it really can look different for people. And I, I will argue that we have all buffered many times throughout our life. And we, I, even though I am a life coach and I have all this success in my life, I, I buffer. And so I am aware of it now and it's really helped me becoming aware of it. So I know it's going to help you becoming aware. So it can look differently for different people. So it can be food. People can buffer with alcohol, with porn. They can buffer with their business, which I'll give you an example. That was a big one with, with for me. They can buffer with excessive exercise. They can buffer with TV, certainly social media. In fact, I, I believe probably most of you listening to this, if you are on social media, you can relate to the buffering of social with social media really anything that it has escaped from really dealing with their life. But the thing that happens is, so if you're the type of person that you find yourself endlessly scrolling, you know who you are. <laughs> if you find yourself like endlessly scrolling and then all of a sudden you come out of it, it's like all of a sudden you're like, what am I doing? And it's been an hour and like, it's not like it's made you feel good. It probably made you feel worse. You don't want to do that and you keep going, oh, I need to stop doing this. That is probably something that you are buffering from. And so we temporarily feel escape or relief from something, a negative feeling that we are trying to not allow. And this can be anxiety. This can be dread. This can be frustration. For me, uh, I buffer a lot with boredom or with mm, it's insecurity, anxiety in around my business. So I'll, I'll explain that in a minute. But it really can be any kind of feeling you are trying to not feel by doing this thing. Alcohol is a huge one. There are many people and it has become a habit, but when they really, really dive into why they are drinking, they don't want to be frustrated at their kids or they don't want to feel maybe just escape from their life because they feel like they're not worthy. They're escaping some negative feeling and drinking is temporarily making it better until of course then they have a hangover or then they wake up the next day and they tell themselves again they really don't want to drink tonight or maybe they really only want to have one or two drinks and they don't want to drink a whole bottle, whatever it is. So why is there a negative result? It's because these are false pleasures. So when we buffer, we choose to do something 
or engage in some behavior that in the moment gives us relief. In the moment we do want, but it really doesn't enhance our lives overall. So really buffering keeps us hiding from our lives, really usually does not in any way push us forward to attaining our goals. Or if you're not a person that says you have goals, attaining really the life you want, the freedom you want. Now remember, emotions really are harmless to feel. I know it doesn't feel good when we think of being anxious, like I've definitely helped a few people in my coaching business through anxiety. And one of the first things we really talk about about is how, yes, anxiety does not feel good, but it is just a feeling. One of the first things I do with my, my clients that have anxiety is I take away the stigma that they shouldn't be feeling anxiety, they need to stop feeling anxiety, they're broken because they're feeling it, all the shame that they shouldn't be going through it. If we really just go, okay, how does anxiety feel? How does sadness feel? How does agitation or stress feel? It really just is a feeling in our body. But as a culture, again, because we we are living in a culture that expects us to be happy all the time, anything negative, here's all these resources to get us out of feeling negative right away because that's what we've been doing. We think that any kind of negative feeling is problematic. But the problem is, is then by doing these things that we're buffering with, we are not creating the results in our life that we want. So that's how we know these things are a buffer because they aren't getting us to what we want really in the long run. The way I like to explain it is in six months, are you going to look back over your life and say, man, all that food was so fun. Now you might think that like two hours after eating Thanksgiving dinner, you might be like that food was fun, right? But we're not going to look back in six months and be glad of all the food we ate. We're not going to look back like in six months and go, you know, what was fun. Instagram, <laughs> you know, it was fun. All those TikTok videos we watched. So are you going to look back and say that? I, mean, I have a feeling you're probably agreeing with me. Or maybe you are you going to look back and go, ah, oh, that was a waste. Are you going to be proud of the life you are living? And is it possible if you took that thing that you really spend most of your time buffering with, if you took that thing away, think of how much progress you can make in your life. If you became aware of how you're buffering, and figure out what feeling you're avoiding and just to, to decide to allow that feeling. I'm taking a moment to make sure you know that I work privately one-on-one -on -one with women to up-level their lives, to create an even more amazing life than the one they have been living. The women who hire me know that they want more. They want more clarity, more control, more joy, confidence, fun, money. They realize that they have tried it on their own and they're ready for next level coaching. If this is you, head to my website, CourtneyGrayCoaching.com. There's also a link in the show notes and schedule a consultation so we can talk about you creating the life of your dreams. I can't wait to help you. So think about that for a moment, right? Think about your life in six months from now. If you slow down on the buffering in the one area that you probably buffer. And we, we can buffer in a lot of different areas, but for a lot of us, there usually is an area. With my clients, they're usually, like I have one, I can tell you I have one client right now, social media is her buffer. I have another client right now, food is her buffer. I have another client right now, um, it's either the vaping of the pot, I can't remember, is, is her buffer. Like we really, a lot of times do have one thing. And a lot of times it's during the day. When I buffer, it's in the evenings. Um, so let me tell you about mine as an example. And so 
I've really gotten very, very good at being aware. So this has gotten much better for me. But for a long time, I've talked about in the podcast before, I really tied my efforts in my jewelry business to money. So it was like the more I work in my business, the more money I can make. It was a little bit scarcity. It was a little, you know, if I had more time, I could make more money. And so if you can imagine at five or six o'clock when technically most people are kind of shutting down their days, they're having dinners with their family, maybe they're going to watch a show or two. I wasn't doing that because I was thinking, well, if I want to make more money, I have to keep working. So for me, I was buffering against feeling the anxiety, the scarcity that money wasn't going to be there. So I, and so when you dive into this and when I dove into this, I really saw, oh, okay, right around six o'clock, I have the thought, oh, I could watch Yellowstone with my husband, but I think that I need to work. And then I'm like, wait, why am I working right now? And I would realize that it was because I thought I have to keep working in order to make the money I, I want to make. That's interesting. How does that feel? It feels like it would make me feel anxious. So when I really dive into all that, right, I had the thought which makes me feel anxious. And then what I would do is I would buffer by saying, no, honey, I'm not going to watch TV tonight. I'm going to work. And I played this out for many years before I started diving into life coaching and realizing, oh, and I saw it so clearly. And I think it was probably a good six months of me going, what am I doing? Why am I continuing to work at night? What is happening? And then I heard and learned about this idea of buffering. And I then I remember I was listening to someone else be coached in my coaching program. And she said she buffered with work. And I remember thinking, is that a thing? When I was thinking of buffering, when I originally heard about buffering, I was thinking alcohol food. Those were my two things. But they said, no, you can buffer with porn. You can buffer with social media. You can buffer with work. You can buffer with exercise. It doesn't really matter what it is. What matters is that you are trying to escape feeling a feeling. For me, I was anxious because I had a belief in order to make the money I wanted to make, I had to keep working. So what did I do? I would say it's six o'clock. I told myself I was going to be done. I'm done. And I would allow the anxiousness to be there. And I would talk to myself and say, this is not true. I know that there's a lot of other people out there that make a lot of money and they're not working past six o'clock. There's a lot of people that only work three days a week and they have huge businesses. So I would talk myself through it and I would say, of course, of course, I feel anxious. I have built a career out of thinking I have to work nonstop. Of course, I'm feeling anxious. It's okay. I'm going to allow myself to feel anxious and I'm not going to overwork. And over time, and it took some time because I, I probably was 15 years into my business working this way. So it took some time to finally, every once in a while now, I'll be sitting on the couch at night or I will be taking time off on a Sunday and I will get this like zing through my body of I should really be working. And then I'm like, of course, I think that we've been playing that story in our head for a very long time. So that kind of gives you an idea of what buffering looks like. We all kind of do it. I think we all kind of do it in different areas, but we can really get a lot better at not doing it. And really what happens then is your life can really explode. You can really start accomplishing so much more in your life and creating a bigger life for yourself if you are willing to look at what's really going on. Once we figure out what feelings we are avoiding, we can figure out what thoughts are creating those feelings and decide to choose some new thoughts, just like I gave you the example of me right there. 
It gives us the opportunity to really know what is going on with us and what we are trying to avoid. Because if you think about it, for me, if I look at my jewelry business, if I would have kept going that way, there's no way I could make multiple, multiple, multiple thousands of dollars by just working, working, working. It's just not possible. It gets to a point where you have to think differently. You have to strategize differently. It's not all about effort put in, physical effort put in right? So I'm so glad that I learned about buffering and was able to go, oh my God, that is what is going on with me. And it was really helpful in moving me to creating a different lifestyle because I was getting so tired and I was burning myself out by all of the buffering I was doing with working. So here's some questions to kind of ask yourself. What ways do you think you buffer? Again, it might be a few different ones, but usually I find it's there's one certain one that you maybe even just listen to this podcast already recognizing yourself. Why? Why do you buffer? What emotions are you attempting to avoid by doing this? So if you feel like, oh my gosh, I get home from work, I don't want to, but I always go to my phone and I start checking social media. And for so many of my clients, being on social media makes them feel horrible. They hate it. They're like comparing themselves to other people. They, they never walk away from binging on Instagram feeling better. So what emotion are you trying to avoid by doing that? It could be something simple, as simple as boredom. And so here's the question for you. Can you allow yourself to be bored? If you, t- if you took away that buffer, let's say social media is yours. If you took it away and just sat there, and this is another thing I buffer against is boredom. If you take it away and just sit there, it causes you to start thinking about what other ways do you want to enhance your life? What are the things do you want to bring into your life? Maybe you need to make some new friends. Maybe you need to join a club. Maybe you need to um, do a master class and learn something that you've been wanting to learn. Maybe you want to start cooking. Maybe you want to intentionally take time to check in with all of your children. Maybe you want to call someone that you haven't talked to in a while. But if you don't allow yourself to not buffer, you're never going to find out what else could you you could fill your life with that might be way more meaningful than Instagram. Because I guarantee you in six months when you look back, you're not going to say, God, Instagram was amazing. No, you're not going to say that. But you might look back and say, whoa, I figured out that I was buffering with Instagram or I was buffering with alcohol. I was drinking too much. I really only wanted to drink one glass. I was drinking too much because... Maybe you're trying to avoid the stress that you feel over your kids. Maybe there's something going on with one of your kids and you are stressed out about it and you're like, I need a drink. I mean, that's something in society we say, right? Is it five o'clock? I need a drink, right? It's what are you trying to avoid? What are the thoughts that are causing these emotions? So if you are, and I'm going to talk about a lot of you that listen are parents, if there's something you're really stressed out about with one of your kids What is the feeling you're feeling? Is it stress? Is it anxiety? Is it worry? What is the thought that is causing it? Now you might be thinking, well, I'm worried because I know a lot of friends that are going through this. I'm worried because my kid is getting shitty grades. No, no, no. It's not the shitty grades. What are you saying about the shitty grades? Because there's some parents around the world that their kids are getting shitty grades and their parents are like, you know what? My kid's going to figure it out. He might have to take summer school. It's going to be fine. They're not stressed. So it's not the grades that are making you stressed. What are you saying about it? Does it reflect on you as a parent? 
Are you worried your kid's going to end up living in your basement if they don't get good grades and go off to, you know, dental school and become a dentist and be quote unquote successful? What is it about the situation with your kid that you're telling yourself that is making you stress? So dive into that. What are the thoughts causing these emotions? What are the negative consequences of buffering in your life? I'm going to say that one again. What are the negative consequences of buffering in your life? If it's Instagram, maybe it's just negative feelings and maybe it's a lot of time wasted. If it's alcohol, maybe it's that you drink and then you start overeating or maybe you drink and then you're hungover or maybe you drink and you don't act appropriately like you'd like to act. Or maybe you just feel like you don't like drinking. It's a waste of calories. It's a waste of time. It's a waste of consumption, right? If it's food, maybe you've been trying to lose weight and you can't and you feel like the buffering of food is the problem. If you could get a hold of that, you could actually get to your goal weight. For me, overworking, it was a negative consequence in my life because I wasn't spending as much time with my family. I was overworking, I was getting burnt out, and I really really was continuing to find support and, and strengthen the belief that I have to keep working in order to make more money. How would your life look if you gave up this buffer? That's a really fun one. How would your life look if you gave up this buffer? For me, when I thought about wow, okay, overworking is a buffer. What would my life look like? My life would look like working hard during the day and then at night just enjoying myself. Isn't that what life is all about anyways? And it got me to a place where I thought, what am I doing all this for anyways if I'm not enjoying my life? If I can't sit down and watch a television program with my husband at the end of the night or go in the hot tub with my husband or go for a walk with my sister or go to cocktails with girlfriends, if I'm not doing all that because I'm working, then why am I working? So think about what would your life look like if you gave up this buffer, knowing that all you're really trying to do is cover up from feeling an emotion that if you allowed yourself to feel it, it might not feel good, but you can handle it. So I want to encourage you to allow the urge to buffer and not buffer. I hope that next time you go to do whatever it is your buffer, you'll kind of catch yourself and go, oh, this is so interesting. This is what Courtney was talking about. And just to say too, is not every time you have a cookie, not every time you watch Netflix, not every time you get on Instagram, it doesn't necessarily mean it's a buffer, but you know, I think you know when you are using it beyond just the fact that it's a bad habit, beyond just the fact that you kind of are bored and you have five minutes and you're going to check Instagram. Be on to yourself if you are really trying to avoid and escape your life. I promise you, this is the kind of work I do with my clients. This is the kind of work that will explode your life, take your life to the next level, and really make room for you to intentionally live the life you want to live without wasting it on food, alcohol, porn, buffering with social media and all the things that maybe we do all those things once in a while, but we don't want to be doing them as an escape from our life. So I hope you love this podcast on buffering and self-pleasure. It is learning this was a game changer for me. So reach out to me. We are headed into December. It is the perfect time to talk with me about life coaching and how I can help you accomplish the life you want to live. Because I truly believe that the life we have lived has been great, but the rest of our life can be even better when you start doing this work. Have a great Tuesday. 
If you are ready to create an even more amazing life for yourself, if you are ready to get clarity and get moving, I would love to have a conversation with you. I coach women privately one-on-one and am currently offering consultations to talk about working together. Click the link in the show notes or find me on social and at my website, CourtneyGrayCoaching.com.